Thirsty Thursday. What's up? Thought Thursday. Um, <laughs> this is your girl Mila and Enzo, my dog. <laughs> um, I'm in bed at home right now because I got strep throat. So that's fucking lovely. So yeah, strep throat. Um, I knew that I had something because what day is it? Thursday. Yeah, I woke up Wednesday feeling like shit. Like, my whole body just hurt. And then later in that day, then my throat started hurting. And I get stripped out, like, every year. Every year. Like, clockwork. And I fucking realized, because my sister told me, like, last week that she had stripped out. And I was like, you fucking bastard. Because now that you told me that, I just realized that I haven't got it yet this year. And I know it's coming for me. And it fucking came for me. So here I am. And it's fucking up my money because on, what was it, Tuesday? Yeah, so even, yeah, so Tuesday night I was fucked. So then Wednesday I just spent all day feeling like shit. And then I finally went to the urgent care Wednesday night, which was yesterday. But yeah, so Tuesday uh, we had like our first twins like night game. Like, so when they start at like 7 p.m. And we always get... A good, good little, uh, good little group of guys in from that, and I fucking missed it, so that sucks, and then I was supposed to hang out with my regular today, which I had to fucking reschedule because, um, he doesn't want to get sick, obviously, and I don't, <laughs> I don't want to get anybody sick, but he's going on a trip to go hunting, so nobody wants to have a group of sick fucks on a little hunting vacation, but, um, yeah, so that's what I've been dealing with. And I figured I'd just make a little bonus episode because I missed yesterday. I missed yesterday's um, studio session, which we're going to reschedule for two weeks from now. I'm still going to have somebody next week, but the week after that is is going to be the one that we were going to do yesterday, which I'm going to have with these two lovely ladies that I have had the pleasure of working with who also have type 1 diabetes. I don't know if anybody knows, but I was diagnosed um, at the age of 29, and it's just been a fucking roller coaster. So, um, yeah, shout out to all my sex workers out there with chronic illnesses and diseases because shit is fucking stupid and it sucks and 
Um, We deserve health insurance and benefits and labor rights, et cetera, et cetera. But um, yeah, (laughs) I have been listening to this amazing fucking book lately. And so I was just going off on a tangent on Twitter this morning when I woke up because I'm a psychopath and I wake up at like 6 a.m. And so I started listening to this book again. Um, It's called, let me fucking find it. It's literally called like sex work. (laughs) I think that's all it's called is sex work. And it's a bunch of like stories from women um, in the sex industry women and people in the sex industry and it's like OGs like um like Carol Lee and she and she comes from like speaking um as if like she's Carol Lee and then like how she, how Scarlet Harlot like became Carol Lee etc cetera, etc cetera. like how she started using like her real name um but anyways it's a really really good book and it's also fucking infuriating because there's just a it was written a lot of the stories are from when, like, what, 1996 and, like, the, in the late 1980s. And I know that cops are, like, super trash now, but, oh, my goodness. And I, who knows if, I don't even know if they're, like, any type of not trash now. Maybe they're, they're, they're still the same amount of trash. But the stories that they tell about these cops, like, coercing them and, like, rounding up a bunch of people who work outside, you know, um, and just putting them, they would put them in the back of pickup trucks and they would, you know, force them to do sex acts and just all this fucked up shit. And judges would say, a whore is a whore is a whore is a whore. Meaning like you have no bodily autonomy once you've became a whore and you're basically not even a human. And some of these judges even go as far to say as a as a whore, a whore smiling at you is consent. Like, oh my gosh. So definitely read the book, but definitely actually I recommend listening because it's a really good narrative. Um, the way that they narrate is really good because you can like hear the different characters and in, in uh, the different voices that they do. I don't know if it's the same lady doing like a bunch of different voices. Or if they got different people in. But it's like a series of interviews to sex workers. And they start telling their stories. And um, it's just really fucking interesting. It's it's like... It's like... I don't know. It's It goes it just goes into like a story. And it, uh, telling, you know, about their lives. And each story is different. And it's just really fucking good. And it puts... I think it puts a lot of perspective into how we got here to where we are now versus like it's so interesting how much history repeats itself because it's almost like they were going through the same thing back then with like lesbians like like lesbians were considered to be um like ruining womanhood um so it was almost it was almost the same as like what uh trans people are going through now just like just the way of like saying like oh you're ruining womanhood and all this violence and all this fucked up shit and um it's just really interesting how like each decade there's like some new identity or like person 
to for like the people to hate and it's just fucking sad and ridiculous um but yeah it's literally just called sex work um sex work book i'm gonna try to find the actual name of it because what the heck i can't find it um one sec oh it's literally called sex work writings by women in the sex industry and it was published in 1987 and so the the second edition is what i'm listening to right now um which i think is just um i don't know they they made a second edition so that um it's up to date i don't fucking know but it's really really good and yeah it definitely brings you to a lot of conclusions of like wow so okay so i'll start here i'm just gonna read through my tweets because i was going off on a tangent at like 5 (laughs) a.m okay here we are um okay so remember so everybody's talking about it's almost like it's some like recent phenomenon but everybody's talking about how sex workers aren't being allowed into the united states and other countries for being face out um full service sex workers and so i was listening to this book and um that that's actually been happening like since forever and so in the book they talk about it much more in depth but here's what i said um The United States not letting sex workers in is nothing new. If you're even suspected of being a sex worker in the past 10 years, they will and can deny you entry. They've been doing it for forever. And this is probably why all the OGs keep telling us to not be face out, which, um, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I feel like I'm extremely face out as far as being a sex worker. Um and like a stripper but i don't know uh and then there are women who have been denied entry here to attend colleges meetings workshops um etc and been denied solely for being thai and single meaning if you're a single woman or feminine presenting coming from another country that is known quotations for prostitution quotations then you can be denied and um there's been a lot of women who have been denied who are not sex workers but are just suspected of being them for being single and not white. So um, this is another reason why it's so frustrating when other women hate on sex workers because these laws affect all women, not just sex workers. So any woman who looks like a hoe, whatever the fuck that means, can get denied can be approached in a hotel that they look like they shouldn't be in um these these are all things that can happen to anybody um it doesn't matter if you're a sex worker or not and i talk about this in previous episodes when i read the book global women which is another really fucking good book and um oh wait no that is totally a different book but that's also a great book but no when i read the book um nina mccall it's about nina mccall and it talks about how all these laws aha the trials of nina mccall sex surveillance and ah and the imprisonment of promiscuous women see these like do you see how it's like all connected this is all to like um control women control women's sexuality cops 
have even said they cops and the government have said they would like control over the whores but not to give the whores any rights so it's been it's been like this for you know so long but um I just think that women who are against sex work, you know, swerfs and whatnot, radical feminism, I think that they're extremely, like, misinformed and misinterpreting history because there's there's so many books that you can read that I would feel like would, would absolutely make you be like, oh, <laughs> like, there's no feminism without sex workers involved. Um, and I don't really think that that's rocket science, but apparently for some of you it is. Um, there was another case where a black woman was stopped in a hotel that was deemed too fancy for her to be in without being a whore. And she actually fucking sued that hotel in 150K. So shout out. This This was a black woman, of course. Um... If you're black and you're anywhere that is considered a rich white space, um, you're going to be approached and you should fucking sue them because it's racist and sexist and fucked up. Um, and then they go on to say that, so there's another part in the book where this one of the ladies she like she just like preferred working outside like those are the those are the people that she identified with, so she was always working the streets and so she's been arrested about thirty times. Well, out of these thirty arrests, guess how many fucking that she got charged for? A zero because she took each case to court, and each case when brought to court either got dropped or it was like a hung jury, whatever that means. Um, so she said that a lot of sex workers don't think that they think that they won't win, so they automatically plead guilty. But just food for thought. Um, and also, cops will always make you feel like you'll lose in court. Like that's like they they want they want the charges to be pressed. Like they they want you to be plead guilty. They don't want you to take it to court. So um, yeah. Oh. Sorry, I got distracted. Um, but yeah, so don't fucking listen to the cops. And honestly, I just take my chances and go to court because, I mean, if this if this lady got 30 fucking cases thrown out in 1997, then I, I have like higher hopes for 2023. But it does feel like we're going through like witch trials all over again um with history repeating itself but i still think that it's important for sex workers to know their rights more and this this woman that um she knew she knew her rights she knew exactly what solicitation was and what it wasn't and she just knew the ins and outs and honestly like the justice system is so fucked up that if you don't know your rights like they will put your ass in jail or they will slap you with a prostitution charge or a pimping charge, et cetera, et cetera. But if you know your rights and you get you a lawyer and know what the fuck to say, then um, I think you might have a pretty good chance. That's at least how she made it sound. So definitely worth 
looking into for sure um and yeah so i'm not even done with the book yet but it's just really interesting and uh mind-blowing not not surprising but it's like oh my gosh it's just it's so frustrating to read about stuff or to listen well read listen whatever okay it's audible it's a book but i'm listening to it but it's just so frustrating and so mind-blowing and just so (coughs) sorry (coughs) dying oh my god yuck um depressing that i feel like i'm always defending sex workers and our bodily autonomy and our intelligence and our resilience and it's just like hurtful that you have to like scream these things out until you're blue in the face and people still don't fucking see you as like a respectable human being and it's just like especially like other women like that shit is i think that's fucking hurtful because it's like when when society is painting us all with the same brush i.e like if you fucking look like a hoe you must be a hoe and therefore you can't come here then i don't know why you know radical femmes and sex workers like why like why they want to separate themselves from us so much and why they think that we are like ruining society for women i don't know it's just we all live in a patriarchal society we all live in a capitalist society and it's not to say that we don't hate that like who i'm pretty sure the only people who love a capitalist society are the rich people um but the facts are the facts and this is the the world that we live in and i think that you should fucking take that to it to your advantage and i know so many sex workers that have said that they felt powerless until they turned their first trick or until you know they sold their first vip at a strip club like there is the whole reason why the sex industry even exists is because of this power exchange you know between men and women and men have power in all places, um, including sex work. I mean, look at the look at how many men own strip clubs. You know, look how many pimps try to take advantage of young women. So, but the thing about sex work is that women can like take their power back in sex work. Like, we can be our own bosses. We can set the the very circumstances in which you will get any type of entertainment for us or from us. And I think that that can be power in its, powerful in itself. And um, <coughs> there was other people commenting. So I've been being attacked online. It's kind of my own fault because fuck the New York Post, okay? They post a bunch of fucked up, stupid-ass shit. Mainly, like, a lot of, like, transphobic and, like, whorephobic shit with it's homophobic too like just a bunch of fucked up shit because they want people to go on there and comment and argue but it's really just a place for a bunch of like fucked up judgmental uh christians who think they're like such good christians to go and spew hate and this one lady was saying 
Christians are allowed to judge because it's judging righteously. And I think some of you Christians are misinterpreting the Bible. (laughs) Um, So I need you to figure that out, please, because in no way... And also, why do y'all only pick and choose what to listen to? Like, it's only some sins that you are like, no, no. And then the, the rest of them, that's okay. Because it also says in the Bible that you can't get divorced. And if a man divorces a woman, she's an adulteress. And if a man marries a divorced woman, woman then he's an adulteress. Um, who the fuck follows that? I know plenty of Christians that have been divorced, but then would fucking turn around and say, oh, but gay people is a sin. Like, shut the fuck up, Susan. Seriously? Really? Oh, did you also not have premarital sex? Oh, do you have fear and anxiety? Like, all of those things are considered to be sins, okay? So please shut the fuck up. All these married men out here talking about, talking about, oh, that's a sin. You're all cheating on your wives. That's a sin. Shut the fuck up. It's just crazy to me. Like, does it not say in the Bible that you shouldn't judge others because... There's literally this one saying that's like, why, why pick out the dust in his eye when there's dust in yours? You fucking idiot. Anyways, <laughs> it's just the, uh, the double standards are astonishing. And I just, I feel like a lot of Christians are going to like, they're going to think that they're going to heaven and they're just going to wake up in hell and they're going to be like, what did I do? And they're just going to like pull up all the times that you guys bullied people who are just trying to exist in this world that is fucked up, just trying to exist and live a fucking life, try to be happy, and you're over here calling them names on the internet or screaming at them from the streets or, you know, perpetuating violence with your nasty words and your hate and you're you're doing it in the name of God? Um... I don't think he liked that very much. I don't think he would like that. So I'm just saying that's fucked up. But um, do you? Do you? Just know that it's fucked up and um, you should do better. That's what I always try to say to trolls. I'm like, do better. Because seriously, like, do better. But, you know, a lot of these people aren't even to be argued with because some lady, like, posted Bible verses to me and... <coughs> None of the Bible verses had anything to do with what I was saying. <laughs> it's delusion. Talking about I've never read the Bible. Ma'am, I went to Bible study every fucking Sunday. Okay? Like, I had this whole ass cute ass Bible too. It was so cute. I colored it and everything. But yeah, um... That's just ridiculous. Please stop with the double standards. If you're going to follow the Bible, then follow all of it. You don't just get to pick and choose. Follow every single word in there. And once you figure out how fucked up that is and how you couldn't possibly do that, then take the time to also then shut the fuck up and mind your own fucking business. Like, it's truly not that hard. Let's see. What else did I want to fucking bitch about today? Oh, motivation minnesota I th- oh no 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 minnesota stand up it's like this page on instagram 
And they posted, like, this video of the stripper and, like, what she makes each day. She had a pretty good week. She made, like, 4K that week. Tight. Buck yeah. Love those weeks. Um, a bunch of whore-phobic, rude-ass comments, of course, by men. And then the ones by women were like, but what about your dignity? Um, <laughs> this is, like, such a pet peeve of mine when people say, but, but, but was it worth your dignity? Um, <laughs> which if anybody doesn't know the definition of dignity, it is the state or quality of being worthy of honor or respect. Okay. So, and as we all know, a lot of people do not respect sex workers because they have their own biases within the sex work industry and they're whorephobic and most likely sexist and think that women especially should have sex with them for free because they deserve it and um lots of other bullshit but anyways there was a lot of stupid ass comments and this one guy commented and he's just like he's like yeah but the problem is that they don't know how to save it and like open a business and they they don't know how to stack and save and and da, da 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 the girls here in ATL, they just blow all their money on cars and bags and shit. And then when they don't work there no more, they don't got nothing to show for it. Um, here's what I have to say to that. Sir, what the fuck? What? Why do you care? A, why the fuck do you care? Okay. How is this affecting you? Oh my god, it's not. Oh my god. Um, and secondly, Mind your own fucking business and mind your own financial situations, folks. I know I say mind your own pockets all the time, but it's not really hitting. It's not hitting deep enough. Mind your own finances. If you are not my financial advisor, then do not advise me on what the fuck to do with my buddy. Because if I make 10K tomorrow and I fucking take that and I take myself to fucking Spain and I blow all that shit in Europe and then I come back with $100 and do it all over again, that's my motherfucking business. That's my prerogative. And I bet I had a fucking blast, okay? Why do you care? I'm so tired of you stupid-ass civilians out here acting like <laughs> acting like it's really a problem what we do with our money because spending money and blowing money is not secluded to just sex work okay i see plenty of y'all out there spending hella bread when you might not have a car and that's okay dumb i would call that dumb <laughs> but again i i mind my business so and i don't talk to i don't mess with men who you know have gucci belts but no car so you don't need to mess with, you know, strippers who have a Benz and a Gucci bag, but like don't own a business since that's obviously what you want out of them. But mind you, so many fucking sex workers, that's how we retire. We literally open up our own businesses. There's very few sex workers that I know of that either don't go into another career or they um they make this career like their life career which is totally valid and 100% doable hello we just had jordan jordan max on last week and she's fucking amazing um literally fine as fuck 
actually to me i think she's like like you know i think that women literally like look hotter hotter with age she's 37 and to me she looks fucking as hot as she's ever looked to be honest so um and she's and also she's at the top of her game in in as far as sex work goes and and is only going farther and so i say that to say like stop stop like doing the ageism thing and like putting people in boxes like there's so many avenues in sex work and actually in that book i was reading one of the ladies didn't start sex work full service sex work until she was 55 55 you guys i was like anything is possible do whatever you want you don't need the permission of society to do what the fuck you want you don't have to go buy a house right now you literally can go fucking shopping go buy a gucci bag if you want i don't care i don't know why anybody else does you know and okay so i went on a tangent because we were talking about dignity (laughs) um and that guy that was commenting pissed me off so whatever but okay so here's here's where i feel respected and where i feel dignified um and i think this goes right along with being like empowered and just i don't know respecting myself and loving myself and loving my own decisions and respecting my own decisions um for one there is a saying that is like does what i'm doing now is are the consequences worth the reward absolutely all of the consequences all of the stigma that i've ever gotten for being in sex work has 100 percent been worth it and nobody who has ever judged me for it has ever offered to help me get out of sex work by paying all of my bills and putting money in my savings account and also paying for my lifestyle so (laughs) um thank you for nothing and thank me for everything um so also um yeah so financial freedom financial stability having a nice place that i love being able to decorate um in a way that i love that i can afford um being able to take care of my family being able to take my mom out whenever i want being able to take her on vacation which i've done multiple times all money from sex work okay my mom knows she's going out on my booty shaking money okay and she respects it um what else do we got here i think i made a whole fucking list for you bastards out there who like to talk shit to people you don't even know um and then for other for other sex workers i know that y'all have paid off your cars immediately hello not only is that a flex but i would say that's pretty dignifying like i respect that um having finished school with no uh no loans to owe uh that's dignifying as fuck i hella respect that um i need to stop saying um i literally think the only downside to sex work is the terrible stigma that we receive and the lack of like fucking basic rights being given to us like health insurance and paid work leave in six days like those should all exist for especially for some of us who work 40 plus hours a week like that's crazy but um hello being able to take yourself on vacation multiple times a year that is respectable dignity dignifying as fuck 
Like, I don't know. Living this boring-ass life where you all you do, like, you just buy a house, you make a family, and you just live there forever, and you go to your 9 to 5 every day, noop-de-doop-de-doop, schmoop-de-schmoop. It's not for everybody. And I don't think that those people should be in any positions to judge people like me. It's okay to live lives differently. It's okay to take different paths. As long as you're not hurting anybody, you know, then I think everything's Gucci and I think you'll be fine. Um, next, this whole entire financial dating, that's hoeing. I just, I just want everybody to know. That is what we call hoeing, um, financial dating, dating for money. You are a sugar baby. You are an escort. I mean, call yourself whatever you want. Because I know that the worst thing about sex work is the stigma. And I know so many women out there don't want to be attached to the stigma, but they want to steal hoe tactics and they want to steal aesthetic and they want to steal um, literally basically just how we do everything. But what they don't want attached to it, what we've all had to have attached to us is the stigma. And I honestly think that that's, appropriation of the sex work culture and I think it's pretty fucked up given that a lot of us have been arrested and incarcerated for them same ho tactics that now you're using and trying to tack, put on vanilla dating and act like it's not hoeing well it is hoeing sweetie okay Call it whatever the fuck you want, but at the end of the day, don't don't you fucking turn your nose up at the next hoe. Like I see this, I see this on Twitter all the time. There's this girl. There was this girl. She's on all these fucking yachts and shit. Her face is blurred. <laughs> and she calling she's calling full service sex workers prostitutes. And and she's calling herself a financial dater. Hmm. Well, Susan, are you fucking for money on that yacht? Ah, yes. Yes, you are. So that would make you a whore, okay? Which there's nothing wrong with, but get a grip. Like, I always say this. If you're going to be a hoe, don't be a hating hoe. Don't hate on, don't hate on your fellow hoes. Don't do that. That's, that's you. We don't like that. We don't do that. Unfortunately, though, you bitches do do that, so... That's unfortunate for y'all, but I, I, it's giving a internalized, deeply internalized horophobia, which is really sad, but it definitely happens, and that's what, that's what happens when there's stigma revolving around sex work f- from your entire life. You're going to grow up with all of these biases, and even when you're engaging in sex work, you might even make all these excuses for, for yourself that you're not doing sex work. Even in the book, again, I will keep going back to this book. Even in the book when this, um, this woman was engaging in sex work, but she kept telling herself little lies like, oh, he, he didn't pay me. He, he paid my bills. Or, or oh, he, he didn't give me money. He, he bought me groceries. Okay. <laughs> but these are just little white lies that you tell yourself because of the internalized stigma. And so I just want you to know, that sex work is super valid, sex work is work, and 
it is 100% okay for sex work to be work. And the United States fucking sucks for criminalizing it. And I hope that in the future we can have a, a place where it's decriminalized and there are safe spaces for people to work so that less violent crimes happen. Because that's all we want is people to be safe and people to be able to make their money and live a good life. And it is one of the main ways that people coming from poverty or from middle class, I don't even know about middle class, middle lower class, like it's how we... It's how we find the boots with the straps because we didn't have no motherfucking boots with the straps. We had to go find them, bitches. And it's how we pull ourselves up. And I think that that's valid. And I don't think that that makes anybody uh, less human. I don't think that makes anybody less respectable. I think that it's actually respectable that you fucking, you literally put your all into providing for yourself for your family maybe maybe just making ends meet or maybe to get further than that who knows but that's respectable on any level um and then i saw so last but not least because i'm actually i ain't gonna talk for too long here but last but not least um i also wanted to talk about i saw another post about um this minor who was working at a strip club at the age of 15 in Florida. And this was just, I think it was recently. Anyways, the managers and stuff got in trouble. And um, people were on there, like, kind of like, they were, they were bashing the club, but they were also kind of bashing her too. And I just wanted to say, when a minor is engaging in any type of sex work, like, it is very alarming, but it, we don't need to place, like, stigma or blame onto this fucking poor child who is obviously doing it for a reason, which to me is very concerning. Um, what's going on at home? Like, why are you here? Why? Like, there's a lot of questions I have. And um, in the book that I was reading, Sex Work and the Stories, um, they're also talking about the majority of minor sex workers who are the majority of outside sex workers who are arrested are minors and no help is offered to them. They end up back on the streets because, again, people literally just think you're not a human instead of actually helping. And um, another really sad thing is that minors who are on the streets doing sex work, they have a life expectancy of three years. So, yeah, just let that soak in. And, you know, not that people that, like, hate sex work would even ever listen to this podcast, but on the chance that they ever did, like, how do you justify arresting little kids and then spitting them back out? And just waiting for them to fucking die. How do you justify that? I don't know. And then... Because it's just like... If you're so against it... Why aren't you helping? I don't... 
I don't know. It just it just doesn't really make any sense to me because I know that other sex workers definitely have a community and we would 100% and have um, helped helped minors get off the streets, get out of sex work because obviously because they're minors and that's fucked up. And, you know, people, people want to talk about, you know, oh, sex workers are bad, da, da, da. These men know when they're buying a minor, okay? They fucking know. And it's disgusting. But also, this little girl fucking needs money. And the jobs offered to a minor that is 15 years old or younger are not sustainable. And, you know, sober living is not sustainable for all the all of these minors um i don't know i truly don't even have the answers i'm just like going off on like a tangent feel free to like write write in dm me and like let me know if there what there is out there that actually helps these poor kids because i don't i can't imagine how fucked up of a person are you to give a 15 year old a prostitution charge when it's when it's really just a matter of like this is sad as fuck. Like, are you kidding me? How how about how about give them no charges and give them tools to succeed in life? And if they want to go back to sex work when they're eighteen, that's their own prerogative, and that's fine. Then they can go wherever. But I just think it's fucked up to like people people join the sex industry for a number of different reasons. And to judge any of them is is really fucked up. And I just think that society can do better. Because it's fucking trash out here. So with that being said, I'm going to go back to bed. <laughs> or maybe I'll go on a walk. I don't fucking know. It's like I'm in Minnesota and we've had... The nicest week ever. Of course, the week that I get strep throat. It's 80 degrees outside. I love that for me. Um, <laughs> and I want to tell you, this is how funny our weather works. Because the last three days, it's been like almost 90. Tomorrow, however, <laughs> it's literally a joke. Um, okay, no. So today, it's going to be 85. Tomorrow, 82. <laughs> Saturday, 59 and raining. Sunday, snowing, 47. So I love that for us. 85 today, snow on Sunday, baby. What other state would it be than good old fuck-ass Minnesota? Anyways, babes, um, I'm fucking out. Thank you for listening. Also, shout out to the mailman. I think you said you were a mailman. I was at the office in Minneapolis and this guy came up to me and he was like, I love your podcast. I listen to it. I'm a mail. I swear. I swear you said you were a mailman. <laughs> I hope that's what you said. Um, so shout out to you. I, I love people. People, when you come up to me and you tell me that you love my podcast, um, I just want you to know my heart melts every fucking time. I literally want to cry because it just feels really nice to to just know that people fucking are listening and as, like and like non sex like dudes like non sex workers like okay like 
I know y'all know I be talking shit, but like, thank you for listening. <laughs> so yeah. Um, also, yeah, my OnlyFans, it's up and running. It's going lovely. Uh, you should definitely subscribe. I, I'll probably do another promo in a little bit here. Pinterest. I'm going to make some videos. I know I said that like five episodes ago. I've, I've honestly been saying it since I made this podcast, so it's pretty pitiful. But um, I have fucking ADHD, and it just like overwhelms my brain to think of all that goes into that. So <laughs> I'm going to get some, some Adderall prescribed to me or something. And um, yeah, then I'll make a video. <laughs> Because I do want to start making bonus video, like bonus videos for Patreon, um, like dressed in lingerie and just like chit chatting and like talking about, I don't know, sex work shit, playing, playing fun games and shit like that. So let me, I'll fucking make a video and maybe I'll upload it in like two weeks. That's, that's gives me, that gives me enough time. Okay. Two weeks, folks, two weeks. Um, also, what are we happy about right now? I haven't done any drugs except for weed since, what day is it today? Thursday? Um, (laughs) fuck, since last Friday. (coughs) Well, we're trying here, guys, we're trying. Um, haven't been drinking because I'm sick, but whatever. Um... I hope everybody is being healthy and enjoying this nice fucking weather that we have. Get outside, get active, um, and go find those tricks. They be outside. They be outside this time. They, they're, they're at the boats. They're getting the boats ready. <laughs> and um, I don't know. Trist has been good lately. I've been... Um, I went out for a dinner date, actually, uh, to this Vietnamese restaurant, like, two weeks ago, and I got paid for that, hey see, sex work isn't always, you know, what it's cracked up to be, sometimes you just get paid to fucking eat dinner and be somebody's hot date, and sometimes you get paid to suck a dick, um, both are valid, so, with that being said, uh go please leave me a review on apple podcasts please give me five stars and like leave like a worded review because that like just helps with my placement so more people out there can listen to us whores and um yeah share the pod tell your friends tell all your little hoe friends tell your non-hoe friends show your mom let everybody know and um make all that fucking bread this weekend Okay, I'm officially not contagious tomorrow, so catch me in the club tomorrow. And uh, yeah, love you. Thank you. Goodbye.